going on legends it's daz here and thank you so much for listening we are reacting to every game of the nba finals and we hope you're along for the ride please give us a like a rating a review a subscribe all that fun stuff to stay up to date with the nba and our nfl content don't worry nba fans after the finals are complete we've still got plenty to come so don't go anywhere we hope you've enjoyed your day we hope we can make it a little bit better with this reaction let's go Here we go, game two is over, and to kick off the TDs and threes reaction, I'd like to start with a little bit of a poetry reading, if you'll allow me to indulge. Uh, roses are red, Daz has the way, and he has the will. The big fella's up and about, because he's up 2-0. Let me tell you, the Suns, mate. Oh, goodness me. I'm going to introduce Smithy in a sec, but I'm going to indulge because the big fella is about as flat as Kyrie thinks the earth is. He's struggling, the big fella. And goodness gracious me, I'm here for it. How are you, mate? Uh, we woke up very early to record this podcast and to be slapped <laughs> in the have. face while I've got out of bed isn't <laughs> ideal. So um, <laughs> it's fair to say I've been better, but um it's still mathematically possible bucks in six so i'm not gonna jump off don't call me colin coward <laughs> no not gonna jump off but geez the big fella's off his best but that's okay in case you were um living under a rock i want to hear us uh talk some smack about it the sun scored 118 points for the second time in the finals milwaukee improved mate you wanted them to improve scored three extra points in game two got to 108 did well great <laughs> But, uh, yeah, my, the first thing that I want to get off my chest, mate, before we actually start on this is Giannis was the best player on the court, even though I am a, uh, a biased Suns fan for probably the next two games because it's going to be all over. Um, 42-12-4, 1-3. The, the man just dominated. And um, shout-out to the winner of our little uh, Twitter competition. We said post in the comments of our poll who would be the top scorer. Um, and our... Our comment, our winning comment on there was uh, at T Bone Malone, good friend of mine, Travi Dobson. Uh, he said Giannis had top score with thirty eight points, and he top scored with forty two. So, pretty pretty good going there by um, by Travi. So massive shout out to him and thanks for the support. Follow us on TDs and threes. Absolutely. Uh, for the Suns though, Devin Booker top scored thirty one five and six on his way to a Finals MVP. Man, he's killing it so far. Uh, a man that we're going to talk about later, Mikhail Bridges, 27-7, 1-1. Um, we're not here to just trash Philly, but how do you think that trade's gone? Yeah, that's that's actually one of, when you think about it, that's one of the poorer draft night uh, trades you'll see in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. CP3, 23-4-8, continued to do what he did. Six turnovers, a lot more um, than expected. Uh, Smithy's frothed over CP3, having big numbers with no turnovers, but didn't really affect them too much. But Jay Crowder and DeAndre Ayton had a double-double as well. Uh, the Suns really showing that a, a team effort is worth more than the uh, effort of one superstar because there are a couple of boys on the Bucks team, Smithy, that I feel like should be very, very nervous about what you've got to say. Yeah, we'll get into that, but they should be nervous. Let's just say that. <laughs> they should be. <laughs> absolutely should be, mate. All right, let's get into the moments that mattered, mate. 
Uh, Giannis, uh, we said, started really shakily in game one with missing a free throw and one of the worst makes in free throw history. But, mate, he began with a nice uh, slam in the paint. I'll tell you what, watching that, Big Daz wasn't feeling uh, that confident if he was going to bring that energy all day, which he ended up doing. Not a lot of the other Bucks did. Um, but Jay Crowder, mate, I asked him. He's got to put in a better offensive performance than his one point, and his first shot was a three and drained it. So, yeah. Shout out to um, to JC there. I'm not going to take the credit off him, but if he'd like to give me a little bit, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, that's not too much to ask, is it, Smithy? It's not. And um, on Giannis, his first three field goal makes were actually dunks, and that was the thing I said, which is what you were crying. Yeah, for. that's what I said in the last episode. I was like, please just be more aggressive because he can get whatever he wants out there, and he showed that his first three field goals were dunks. And I did give a shout-out to Jay Crowder in my notes as well. I said that the uh, Suns role players kept them in it early. So Crowder and Mikael Bridges, who we will speak about a bit more in-depthly later on. Absolutely. Not sure in-depthly is a word, mate, but I like it. So the Bucks are up 8-3. Now, you know me, mate. I mean, I've got the uh, cocky, arrogant exterior right now because, let's face it, I've genuinely ripped the piss out of my uh, Suns prediction. But at 8-3 up, uh, I know it's only early and there is a common theory that the uh, NBA finals don't really start until the last quarter, but I'm pessimistic by nature, mate, and I was thinking, oh, the Bucks look a bit on here, even at 21-13 up. Um, thoughts early? Did you think the Suns just started poorly? We're going to get into their shooting stats in a sec, but even their defense in the lane looked really bad really early. Yeah, well, they were leaking points in the paint early. Um the, in the first quarter overall, Milwaukee had 20 points in the paint, which is an insane number in itself, especially in an um, era of basketball that's revolved around the three-point line. And the Suns had zero, not one. So um, wow. it was just the complete opposite offensive styles going on. You had the Suns who were shooting threes at will, and eight of their nine field goals in the first quarter were three-pointers, which really kept them in the game. Um, mm. They were they were kept in it just because of that factor. Um, the Bucks did everything that I said they should do, and I don't want to, like, it still didn't work. So I've, I'm sort of running <laughs> out of answers here. But I said, that, I said that Giannis needed to be more aggressive. He scored 42 points on you know, a lot of field goal attempts. So he was aggressive. I said they needed to change their pick and roll defense, which they did. And I said that they needed to win the free throw battle, which they did. And they still couldn't get over the top. So Smithy's running out of answers over here. Yeah, it looks like the Bucks are running out of answers, mate, too, because the Suns started one of nine from mid-range. Now, we were lauding the fact they shot 56% or close to 56% in game one, thinking that was the way to beat them. They were one of nine, two of 12, and three of 14. Three of 14 in a finals game, that's how you've begun and you've still been able to win by double digits. It's, that's not okay. It's scary as a Buck supporter in this series. <sighs> Absolutely. So with five minutes left, the Bucks are up 21-13. And at some stage, I was thinking uh, I'm going to uh, cop the uh, karmic justice for the way I acted after the Game 1 reaction, and this might get a bit ugly. But for the next four minutes, the uh, Bucks happily proving me wrong by letting the Suns go on a 13-3 to run, mate. 
to go 26, 24 up. And I'm sure that was probably the first stage where you went, oh boy. Yeah, I'll, honestly, I was never really confident watching the Bucks because of that first quarter. Um, I knew that Milwaukee played out of their skin in the first quarter. They dominated. They played how they wanted to play on offense. They had everything going on defense. But they still couldn't get a break on the Suns just because the Suns three ball was keeping them in the game. And as soon as the Suns were able to get some easier baskets in the paint, I knew that it wasn't going to end well for this Milwaukee team. And I was right. Yeah. Well, for a game that I think the biggest lead of the day was 14, uh, sorry, 16, the last time that it was a tied game or the Bucks had a lead was at 41 all. So once the Suns really got there, like got in front, they really stayed in front. And I think that's more of a concern for the Bucks than anything else. The fact that I think 41 all was uh, only three and a half minutes into the second quarter. It was the last time they led or tied. Like, if you're chasing tail for that long, like, I'm going to get Suns in six wrong because they're going to do it quicker. Yeah, and there was a lot of things in the second quarter that worried me about this Bucks team. Um, not only did they shoot six of 25 for the quarter, which, quite frankly, Ugh. is not good enough in an NBA Finals game, but there... That sounds like Daz down at the local, mate, not an NBA Finals. Yeah, final. no, Goodness absolutely. Mate. But there was a play in the second quarter. Now, you probably remember it. Mm-hmm. Drew Holiday had a chase down block on Devin Booker trying to dunk the ball. Mm-hmm. Incredible defensive yep. play. Mate, Let, unreal. What they got Drew to the Bucks for. Yeah, ex- absolutely. And Drew had another terrible night offensively. Um, he was really forcing the <laughs> issue early. He was just driving and shooting everything and not having much luck with it. But this was an incredible defensive play. But you know what frustrated me about it, mate? Mate, what was that? That three of his teammates could not even put in the effort to cross half court and try and chase him down with him. And yeah. this, the block went off the backboard. Uh, I think it was Cam Johnson got the rebound and passed it over to DeAndre Ayton, who was wide open and just dunked the ball because three of Drew Holiday's teammates were too lazy to get across half court in an NBA finals Wasn't game. good enough. That is just... Yeah, they know there's a ring on the line, isn't it? That they? is just... Absolutely unacceptable. I don't know how yeah. you can stand there and watch your teammate put in an absolutely incredible effort on the defensive end and just stand there watching like you've got front row seats, not actually involved in the game. It's It was really... I knew from that moment that they weren't winning this game. Well, hey, there you go. Scathing assessment, mate. Rightly so. Um, I mean... It's. It would be really great if we could sit here and go, well, this is how they fix it. But how do you tell NBA players in a final series, hey, if you want a championship, you've actually got to, you know, want to play for it? <laughs> like, surely they figured that out by now. You would have thought so. You would have thought so. Oh, I would have thought so. So at that 41 all, mate, um, the Suns decided to assert a bit more of their dominance and go on a 15-4 to run. And I'm spotting a pattern here, mate. So when the damn wall broke at stages during this game, the Bucks just had... Zero answers. I mean, they were good enough to keep clawing their way back, but they just let it get out too far, too long, too many times. And you're going to get into your assessment of a couple of individuals, but even their team defense was just, it was gross in that first half. Well, the, fir- the first quarter, they were good. 
Um, they were good at defending the paint. Obviously, the Suns made a few threes, which hurt them. But I thought their overall team defense was good in the first quarter. It dropped off after that, though. And on the offensive side of the ball, Giannis literally had to do everything. Because I'm going to get into some numbers yeah. here. Um, Please do. So who would you say are Milwaukee's second and third options offensively? Uh, Chris Middleton. Yeah. And you could argue that Drew Lo- um, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Brooke Lopez. Yeah. I'd say... For your, thir- for your third yeah, spot. Probably I'd say, Drew. I'd but... say Drew. I've got down here that mm. Middleton's the second option and Drew's the third option. They combined for the game for 28 points on 12 of 37 shooting. <laughs> That's worse than 33%. That is wow. disgusting. What are you meant to do with that? Sweetie? But it gets worse, my friend. And Wait, and this what? is what gets and worse. this is why I have such fear for my bucks in six prediction now. Because oh boy. Phoenix's top three options, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. So their fourth option, Daz, is Mikael Bridges. And he had 27 points, one less, on <laughs> eight of 15 shooting. Yeah. <laughs> as the fourth option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you who Milwaukee's oh fourth option is. And I know for sure they're not dropping 27 <laughs> points, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, they're definitely not, mate. So, no one else for Milwaukee, I think, got above Drew Holiday 17, or if they did, I don't have it in front of me, but I don't think they did. No, well, I don't think they did. I know Pat Connaughton had 14 off the bench, and he provided some good minutes. Um, yeah, made a good. few big-time three-pointers, but my goodness. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but if Pat Connaughton's your second-best um Second best offensive threat in an NBA Finals game. You're not going far. That screams uh, LeBron James and Matthew Dellavedova for me. <laughs> we love, we love Matty. Just signed with Melbourne United down here in Australia too, Delhi. So it'll be, uh, it'll be good to see him back, the local lad. Um, from a pure basketball fan, mate, I'm going to drop the uh, cocky arrogance for one sentence so you can enjoy this. But I'd argue that the third quarter of this game was one of the best quarters of the playoffs, just to watch. Mm. Because it had the things that we love, mate. Had plenty of scoring, but the defense was. Sometimes you just can't help it, mate. There was a there's a stat called estimated field goal percentage, which um, is calculation of every. I think it's every player that's taken twenty shots from that spot on the court, and it's their average field goal percentage. So you can figure out whether you're fluking it. I suppose fans use it to determine how good they are. The Bucks. Uh, for the third quarter, we're expected to shoot 41 41.5% uh, versus the Suns, 39.5, and they both went above 43. So you can't argue that the defense was there, but sometimes when they go in, they go in, mate, and it was, it was brilliant to watch, led by Giannis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, couldn't agree more there. It was, it was a great quarter to watch. Um, so was the first quarter. I really enjoyed the first quarter. Because it was such a battle of different styles. And, you know, you had Milwaukee who were just kamikazing towards the paint. And then you had the Suns who were happy to stretch out and shoot the threes. There was one passage of play. and 
I thought it was in the third quarter, but it was actually the end of the second quarter. So I apologize for backtracking a little mm-hmm. bit, but that's right, mate. DeAndre Ayton got an and one with 15 seconds left in the in the second quarter, and it was one of mm-hmm. the best, just pure plays you'll see in a long time. It was the Phoenix Suns getting the out number on defense. And the Bucks, the Bucks defense did such an incredible job at switching and scrambling and hustling to try and stop them. I reckon the Phoenix Suns made about 12 passes on this possession, just swinging the ball back and forth. And it led to Mikael Bridges hitting DeAndre Ayton for an and one. And um, I think that was symbolic of the series. It was the Bucks trying and scrambling and doing what they can but the Suns just being that bit too classy and a bit too well-rounded, and that's been the series so far. So I'm hoping for my sake that when the series swings back east, the Bucks can put two good performances on the board and level the series, but um, I won't be holding my breath, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's it, mate. Speaking of DeAndre Ayton as well, so um, sometimes you get plays where when you think of incredible NBA players, you probably think of something that one individual has done, and we could name a dozen of them. But DeAndre Ayton's block, and I think it was on Chris Middleton, was unbelievable when he cut the right side of the paint. But Mikael Bridges pulled off one of the best saves as the ball was heading out of bounds for a long time. It was unreal. He was already off balance, and he had to do... A hopping move, it's really difficult to describe, but go and watch it. It looked incredible. Yeah. That um, sets up a basket, and we're going to talk more about, um, I was, I'd love to say my man, but it would that just sounds like bandwagoning, but we'll talk about McCall Bridges a bit later on. But it was unreal, mate. But Giannis, every time the Suns looked to pull away, it was the Giannis show, mate, and it was just the fifth 20-plus point quarter from an individual in the last 50 NBA finals. How's that for a stat? Yeah, and you've been you've been hard on him for saying that he's not a good enough leader, but boy, did yeah. he put Milwaukee on his back in this game, and specifically yeah. in that third quarter. Um, An incredible to watch. He, too. he did him. everything that you wanted him to do in terms of being that mm-hmm. leader and putting the team on his back and saying, "All right, come with me. I'll I'll lead you to the promised land." So, um, yeah, Giannis was incredible in this game. It's just a shame he didn't have the help that he needed to get the result. Yeah, five on one's a bit difficult to play even for uh even for Giannis, mate. But um the uh the Bucks were coming back, mate. The one of the first triple blocks I can remember. The Suns put up three shots close to the paint, all that were blocked away uh by the Bucks. Led to a Chris Middleton three. Turned out he did play Chris Middleton, which was good. Didn't see him a lot, but he was out there. Good on him. My man, he uh, helped me out by being genuinely gross in game two. Got to be better than that, Chris. Goodness me. But that made it 71-66. And I'll be honest with you, mate. The sphincter was tightening. I don't know whether I'm just being too pessimistic, but I really felt like the the Bucks were making a charge here. Yeah, and I think they were entitled to after Giannis did what he he did. Um, But it got to that fourth quarter, and you know who took over the game. Your man, the man you the man, man you tipped to be the finals MVP, and he just took over. He started going bombs away, and 
I think he hit his third three in a row, and I just thought, yep, that'll just about do it, I think. Yeah, and then after that, he hit two more. His first five three-pointers of the second half, he absolutely drained. Um, he's got a bit of extra motivation, mate. Apparently, Kendall Jenner's going to give him a baby if he can get a championship. I still don't know why that went viral on Twitter, but... It's Twitter, mate. Anyway. Nah, yeah, I know, but, you know, if I'm, I'm a trained chef, mate. If my missus tells me she'll give me a baby if I smash out a dinner service, that's a bit weird, I would have thought, but uh, anyway, we'll move on. Um, looking for moments, though... Um, we'll start dagger time. It's a bit early, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, D book was on fire. So when he was in the paint, the Bucks decided to double team him and he's passed to Chris Paul to make it 74 66, just under half a quarter left in the third. It was the epitome for me. And this happened a few more times and we'll get into them as well. But the Suns, what they've done, I think really well, that's not being spoken about is their ability to settle and their ability to adjust to the Bucks coming at them um, shows a sign of maturity and why I think now the Bucks are going to even struggle to take this to six. I'm not jumping off my sons in six prediction, but the Bucks are going to have to now play incredible basketball to take a game off them because even when the Suns were shooting poorly, they were staying in the game. Yeah, and that comes back to Chris Paul, I think. Um, he... In the third quarter, when the Bucks were really coming, I think he scored seven straight points or something um, mm-hmm. and really steadied the game and just wrestled back that momentum, got the crowd back into it, you know, stopped the Suns from running, uh, stopped the Bucks, from, sorry, from running up and down the court. Um, so, yeah, we've spoken about Chris Paul's leadership so far during these playoff reviews, but it was there in spades for game two, that's for sure. Yeah, and when um, 86-78 was the score, CP3 pulled up in the paint. We know he's the uh, the mid-range king, mate, if you believe the uh, NBA media who decided to acknowledge that uh, Chris Paul exists. They weren't doing it a lot last year when OKC were trash and he was dominating, but alas, here we are. He hit the left side of the basket. It was an absolutely trash shot, this one. Uh, if this was a visual medium, I wish I could pull it up, mate. It it was the most disgusting shot that went up and bounced in. And I'm thinking, Smithy at this point goes, yeah, if they're going in, <laughs> this ain't happening. <laughs> this ain't happening for me. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that at times. Yeah. But when CP3 was triple teamed early in the last, mate, only a minute gone in the last, three on him, and I'm thinking, oh. He's in a bit of trouble here, the lad. Nah, just puts up the shot, gets the plus one, mate, and Big Daz was away. And that was all she wrote. Goodness me. <laughs> that was it. it. I mean, it feels like that now. I'm not that uh, cocky while the game starts, mate. All this is just a facade at the end of the game because the, uh, the Bucks came back, mate, and it was led by Giannis Block. I feel like he's just going to give us one amazing block per game. As you said, game one was uh, one of the best, probably the best... Um, since LeBron on Iguodala, but this block was amazing. Brooke Lopez, I learned how to talk, made the margin five, and all of a sudden Daz's pessimism was back until D-Book just decided to drain threes, just from wherever he liked. Just casually. Handy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just unlocked his uh, 2K21 mode, which was nice of him. Yeah, oh boy. He really did go off. It was good to see. Um... 
obviously I'm backing them, like I'm supporting the Suns in this series, but at the same time I do love watching the Suns. No, play. no, you're barracking for the Bucks, mate. Don't, don't, don't jump off now. No, no, I'm not jumping off. Don't you worry about that. But I've been <laughs> saying at all playoffs that I've loved watching the Suns play, and that's not changing just because I'm barracking yeah. against them. That's fair. But the moment that I think solidified Smithy going absolutely bunter, and I can't wait for him to do so after we get through the last couple of moments. Uh, three on one in the paint, mate. The Bucks had three. The Suns had, I think it was Jay Crowder. Four minutes left in the game. Still a chance? It was only six. The Bucks could get a run on. No, nah, three Bucks defenders let. Crowder get the offensive rebound. CP3 in the corner. Had all the time in the world. Bang, up nine, game over. And those lapses in concentration by the Suns, uh, the Bucks, sorry, have really cost them. I spoke about it in game one as well. Just little lapses in concentration where they let someone get an offensive rebound or they throw a bad pass or they take an ill-advised shot. Just little things really hurt them. And that mm. sums it up beautifully. They were a chance, but they switched off for a second. Jay Crowder stayed switched on. And that's the game. Yeah, that was it, mate. 118, 108 was the score again. All right, we'll start with the positives, mate. Mikhail Bridges. Now, I'll be honest with you, mate. I don't think one person in that building saw this coming. I'd, I'd love to know what the odds were that he'd score 25 plus, because goodness me. Yeah, and because that's not what he's in the lineup for. Uh, he was drafted as a great defensive guy. How long are his arms? When yeah. he's running around on the it's court. It's actually kind of freakish to When watch. he's running around on the court, his arms look like they're dragging along the floor when he's running. They're so <laughs> long and lengthy. And you see when he shoots the ball, he's got a little bit of a hinge in his shot because his arms are so long. But my God, it looked good on in game three. Oh, game two, sorry. And he actually shot the ball a lot more than what anyone expected him to. Because they were, yeah. towards the end of the game, they were trapping and trying to double-team Devin Booker and Chris Paul. And it just left Mikel Bridges wide open. Um, the Bucks obviously came out and said, we're not going to let D-Book and Chris Paul beat us. Their role players can do it if we're going to lose. And the role players like Bridges and Crowder were good enough to knock down the big shots. So, um, it's yeah, it's one of those things for the Bucks. They sort of got what they wanted, but paid the price at the same time. They sure did, mate. And in case um, there's any doubt over Giannis carrying the Bucks in this game, he had a plus-minus of plus three, and they lost by 10. If that's not the epitome of jump on my back and I'll see if I can get us to where we want to go, the uh, I think Giannis has got a case of uh, looking around the, uh, the jet, mate, when they fly back to Milwaukee and going, hey, fellas, uh, any chance anyone else can rock up for game three? It'd be nice. I've just put up 42 and 12 in a, probably one of his better playoff performances of his career and um, got less help than probably anyone has in a game this, this uh, especially this finals, but you could argue Milwaukee's teammates let him down more than they have in any game in the playoffs. Yeah, and they looked terrible when he wasn't on the floor absolutely oh, the, insipid when he wasn't on the floor. 
Oh, mate, they look like Daz getting out of bed at 5am, let me it's, tell you. It wasn't it good. It seems like he needs to play 48 minutes in this finals for the rest of the games. Because whenever he's not there, yeah. they look incompetent. They <laughs> do, mate. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't think he can get better than that. But you've got a couple of men in particular that I think you uh, you need to have a word with. So... If your initials are JH or KM, I feel like you might be in a bit of trouble. Yeah, so let me just run you through the stat line of Mr. Middleton. He played <laughs> Okay, let's do He it. played 41 minutes. Scored a huge scored minutes. 11 points as the second scoring option. Yeah, not huge. He had 6 rebounds, 8 assists. You look at that and go, yeah, 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 all right. But he's been on the court for 41 <laughs> minutes. He's had two steals. Shot 5 of 16 from the field for a hefty 31%. Ooh. 1 for 6 from behind the three-point line for 16%. Mm-hmm. Did yep. not get to the free-throw line once. Oh. That is unacceptable. Yeah, that's not good enough. He had two turnovers, three fouls, and had a plus-minus of negative 15, the worst on the court for both sides. Yep. Now, Chris, you have been an all-star a couple of times. You are seen to be the second best player in Milwaukee. People have always called you underrated. Well, that was garbage, Chris. You produced absolutely donuts when it mattered, and it's not good enough. I've been on the Bucks in Six bandwagon, and... You are costing me here, my friend. You are really costing me. And you know what? If you want a job in Milwaukee next year, I suggest you start getting going right now, my friend, because right now you're on the outer. Oh, boy. And if anyone ever needed any confirmation that we're taking this seriously, mate, it's right there. Unbelievable. Now, Drew. All right. Well, Chris's uh, sphincter is well and truly tightened, and I get the feeling that Mr. Holiday might be next. Now, Drew. You're going to get off a little bit lighter than Chris because I think what you did on the defensive side of the ball in this game was very good. Um, your your ability to guard the best Suns player and he had some individual defensive moments like that chase down block I was talking about earlier that were just incredible. He also forced mm-hmm. a jump ball on DeAndre Ayton DeAndre Ayton was charging to the paint. He stood up, got the block, and forced a jump ball. Just incredible defense. He had two steals and two blocks, so he was a lot better on the defensive side of the ball, but offensively drew. There's a difference between being aggressive and being reckless. And you crossed that line in game two, my friend. Some of the shots you were taking were ludicrous. You shot 7 of 21 from the field. You, sh- you shot one less shot than Giannis. Giannis shot 68%. You shot 33 Take the hint, my friend. It's not falling for you. Leave it to someone else. He shot 2 of 3 from the line. So, honestly, the amount of times that he drove to the paint to only get three free throws surprised me. Is that his fault? Yeah, a little straight. No. Is that his fault or the no. referee's missing some contact? I don't know. He had a plus minus of negative three. 
His finishing stat line for a third option looks good. 17 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. That's a mm-hmm. more than handy stat line for your third option. But he just needs to he just needs to realize that the line between being aggressive on offense and being reckless on offense is quite small. It's it's pretty easy mm-hmm. to cross that line and become too aggressive and be reckless and actually cost your team an offense. And that's what he was doing for a lot of the game. So come on, Drew. Keep going on the defensive side of the ball, but just relax a little bit on offense. That's what we want to see. <laughs> yeah, mate. Love it. And um, Chris Middleton on the outer. Goodness me. I mean, Giannis needs some help. It's going to have to come from those two. All right, mate. Um, how how are your confidence levels leading into game three? Suns go on the road, so Daz is back to his natural pessimism until he sees them, until he sees the Suns perform. So, how are you feeling about Game Three? I'm stating the absolute obvious here, oh, but okay. if this series needs to go to two-two, there's just no if, ands, buts, mm. or maybes. It needs to be two-two going back to Phoenix for Game Five. If the Bucks can't produce on their home floor in front of their home fans then they don't deserve to be the NBA champions. So mm. I'm predicting the Bucks come out and dominate game three because they need to, quite frankly. And then we'll go from there. But yeah, just want to see Chris Middleton give us something. Just something. <laughs> just something, Chris. Just something. <laughs> Please, man. I'm, I don't want to get on my knees, Chris. <laughs> But if I have to beg and if I have to pray, I will. <laughs> That's it, mate. What a way to uh, what a way to finish us off. All right, big Daz up and about, and uh, Smithy sitting in a hole right now. He's struggling, the big fella. We don't like to see it. Well, Daz likes to see it a little bit, but that's all right. We're uh, we're done, mate. Um, game three, I think it's Monday our time. Um, Monday or Sunday? Sunday, Sunday no, Monday our time, yep. I think. Sunday our time, oh, whenever it is. That's a really professional way to segue into the Game 3 reaction, but that's okay. I think it's Monday. Pretty sure it's Monday. Anyway, whenever um, Game 3 finishes, especially if you're in Australia, you'll be uh, waking up the next morning with uh, with us talking some smack. And let me tell you, if the Suns go 3-0 up, the, uh, the Game 3 dissection is going to be unreal because Smithy might actually snap, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which would be fun to see. We'd hope the big fella's health's all right, but it would be fun to see. My head could explode. It <laughs> could explode, but if the uh, the Bucks go 2-1 up, Daz is going to cop a little bit back, which is more than all right with me. If you can uh, if you can give it, you've got to be able to take it. So we're out of here, mate. Been a pleasure. Up the suns. Daz is up and away. Take it easy. Stay safe, everyone.